Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to Renegade Talk in Maui. It's extraterrestrial contact. Thursday. Sasha, you're listening to extraterrestrial contact. The portal to the cosmos. If you're on or not, you're on. Let me say, yeah, no, you are there. Okay, just want to make sure the portal to the cosmos. The extraterrestrials fix the equipment. Extraterrestrial contact. I told you, I I just got interrupted. Let's ask them, please fix our equipment. Listen, the extraterrestrials have fixed equipment and saved our asses many times. Yeah, the portal to the cosmos. Welcome, Renegade Nation. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the downloads. My name is Richie, along with uh, Marla, and of course, we got the ET people here, Sasha and Janet. IT. I'm, I'm sorry. Hi, Janet. <laughs> Hi. You're, Aloha. You're not being interrupted. Excellent. Just had a bit of an interruption fight here. Yes. Like we always do. We were studying a film. We were studying a film? Yes, Is that we, what it was, Marlon? That's okay. what we were doing. So, Sasha, how was your week? It was a great week. Yeah, what you do? Well, mainly I've been studying. I've been studying the... It's about an- time. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> how the ancient a- um, astronauts gave us... The beginning of artificial intelligence, which is the main hope that we can bring the planet together and not get wiped out and stop wiping each other out. You think that's what's really happening? I think that's what's really happening. The alien- what is happening anyway today? I mean, it, we're, it today feels what's like happening is that there's been lots of displays by the extraterrestrials. They've brought selected humans on their ships to tell them what's coming down. They've tested cattle for the pollution level. They are concerned that we stop warring and have a unitary planetary voice and not bring weapons into space. And they are interested in our survival. May I ask you this? They were at war here on Earth against each other for a very long time. Yes. Yeah. So now here we are. We're half-breeds, inbreeds, whatever. You're an inbreed. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Who? I don't know what I am. What do you? Okay? Yeah, I know. Today, I'm <laughs> That's pretty human. well known. Uh, you don't know what you're at. Yeah, there were, there's, there were different factions among mm-hmm. the uh, ancient yeah. uh, astronauts that mm-hmm. came here from the planet Nibiru, and the good guys, the the ones that cared about the Earthlings, the hybrids, us, formed secret societies, which passed down the elixir, the special um, materials that you can take to get out of the matrix of religions that make us fight against each other. That's what we did. The magic of ergotamine, or lysergic acid, diethylidamide, combined with tantric practice is what gets you out of the matrix. I've been out of the matrix for years. Help! So it's like in the... <laughs> and here's Janet. It's like in the movie... Let me interrupt. Okay, okay interrupt. <laughs> it's like in the movie The Matrix, which pill do you want to take? The blue pill or the red pill? I like pill? blue pills. And the, the one pill kept you in the, in the matrix so you didn't understand what was really going on in the program. And the other pill uh, is what you're saying is the uh, lysic, yeah. Lysergic acid diethylidamide. Right. Uh, opens the doors of perception and allows you to see what's really going on. So it's like the Wizard of Oz is revealed behind the curtain and you finally see what's happening. And so go ahead. It was used uh, by... Uh, Aristotle and Plato and those guys, as part of their initiation in this secret society, they would go into this cave and there was these mirrors and they would see them true, their true selves when they took some of this ergotamine. It broke them out of the set which has been perpetrated by the, uh, pe- the governments and the, the churches. 
that we must fight each other and that our God's better than your God and the most my God is better than your God and what does it take to get daddy your God hey my God my God is the best God of all well would you kill for Jesus I don't believe in all that. I got another God. I'm not going to tell you who his name is. It's a secret. It's Heavenly Father. We talk but, all the time. Yes, the, but this is part of the grand illusion. It is the about. grand illusion. The grand illusion. Janet. Yes, Janet. So, so how will this allow us to see what's really going on? How does it work? Uh, the way it works is it bypasses all the intellectual uh, uh, subselves that we've been conditioned to not challenge authority, to not challenge. Uh, the the uh, church's version to not challenge our That's academic exactly superiors right. mm-hmm. who give us tenure. And the, would you say these different people that run these religions are, like you said, trying to keep us slaves? Absolutely. And, and these these um, people from the other planets have kind of created a mess, and now they're worried about when they when they use the DNA to make different animals, humans. Yes, the Anunnaki tell us that they they have been uh, uh, forced to go back and see if they can save the species that they left in such awful conditions as a condition of their being admitted to uh, stellar society. In order to be admitted to stellar society, so they uh, tell us, the the seminars that the ETs have created for our selected people, we have to renounce weapons in space and we have to have a single unitary voice and not keep fighting but each other that's interesting because that's exactly what they did and that's what they're being sent back to uh, uh, finish and uh, make better I know Janet has a question but you brought up Tantra where does Tantra fit into all of this and a lot of people want to know about Tantra out there they've emailed us so Tantra now you mentioned it a few minutes ago Sasha so what is Tantra and where does this fit into the equation uh, Tantra means weaving and what it really uh, what it means is weaving in terms of each one of your individual individual energy centers and being able to weave with the consciousness of other people so that you can rise above your separate self-sense and feel your oneness with each other and with the creator of all. And when you combine LSD plus uh, heightened sexual practices as we do in Tantra, then the uh, person that's receiving, usually it's the female, can actually access directly messages from the ETs who are trying to help us. Janet. Okay, so um, the government used LSD to train psychics and to teach people how to do remote view, and then they decided because it does really work, it does open the doors of perception, it does allow you to see uh, what's really going on to make it illegal. Is that exactly what That's right. They absolutely needed to uh, control that, they felt, so that if people would stop believing uh, religions that are now in, in power and governments that are now in power and see what's really going down, they could no longer control people, and we would no longer have the slave mentality. And we've got to get over that so that we can stop killing each other and join stellar society, and we can develop the artificial intelligence we need to but rise Sa- above Sasha, the matrix. Sasha, that's been going on for a long, long time. It's going to take a long time to get ourselves out of the brainwashing thing. Janet? Well, yes, and I just wanted to add one more thing. Uh, I was watching the movie Kundin, which is about the Dalai Lama, and they gave this magic elixir that you were talking about that the ancient aliens and the Anunnaki used to um, connect themselves with higher realms. They gave their uh, seer, their uh, shaman, this elixir, and he was able to see that the Chinese were going to come and kill everybody, and he told the Dalai Lama, and that's how he escaped, and he's still with us today. So this stuff really works. Yeah, once you start using LSD and you start using Tantra, you realize that you don't need 
a religion to have a spiritual experience, to feel your oneness with uh, the loving uh, uh, thread that runs through every cell and every atom of this universe. Do you, do you think we have any loving threads left? Absolutely. We are uh, each person. I mean, is it down to a, wait, is it down to a scale of like a three? No, I. I we have them all. We have the full potential. We no, all we have do. The full but or, do we have it right now? I don't think we do because there's a lot of warring factions going on right now. The futons. Some people, the especially yes, the people that have freed themselves from the matrix, and like there us. are many like us. Um, to the degree that we have freed ourselves from the matrix, we can get the bigger picture that we need to feel our universal love and our connectedness to all things. So you just go back to the personal. I mean, you two love each other. We love each other. You love uh, children. You love your pets. You, you find the love within yourself and you nurture and that's how you go mm-hmm. and, and make it happen. So. You, that's all you do. You just yeah. love, and you nurture love, you foster well, love. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people think they love, but they really don't love. You see it all the time on TV. You see all the craziness that's going on, and the religions are involved, and nothing. And it, it seems well, to, it seems to be getting worse than well, better. When it, you can get people like the uh, citizens that went between the Soviet Union and the United States to know each other as people, to feel mm-hmm. their oneness, to realize they're all grandparents like uh, uh, <coughs> Carter and Said and Begin were and said, we need to uh, recognize this love and make a world for our grandchildren that they can uh, live in peace and love. That's when uh, you realize people automatically, naturally love each other if they're given a chance. Well, Sasha, I think you're 100% right on that because when we are worrying, having a war with somebody, usually if you're not involved in the government or any type of religion, if you speak to somebody uh, person to person, they like you. We like it's, each other. Like it, in Vietnam or in Iraq, the people are nice. The well, people want to know each I'll other. I'll give you a perfect example. What's that, Marla? You're driving down the highway. You see a car flipped over. What do you do? You stop, pull over, call emergency, and run to the vehicle to try to get the, the people out. This person could have been someone you hated, your next-door neighbor. But your instinct says, go and help. Right. And, and we're born in love. We're born innocent. We're born loving. We start to forget that connection. So we just no, because well, we're brainwashed. As the second we come out, we're brainwashed because they circumcise us and they start shooting us up with drugs. Yeah, right. the, one of the original purposes of tantra, the way Inanna, one of the uh, Anunnaki, introduced it to humans, was to have a man and woman who really loved each other love under these wonderful uh, group circumstances where everybody concentrates on making a baby that's loved from the moment of conception. Well, I don't want any more babies, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, There's enough if, if we have sane distribution systems for water and the free energy which is available and patented and being held back by the industries that keep these inventions down, everybody can have enough food we could even have more population, uh, and we can we we don't have to transport water. We could have energy in each house instead of these these draconian distribution systems. The inventions are all here; they're just being suppressed by those who have an interest whom? in control, by the government, by, by the, the government and religion, but especially by the intelligence services and the military that want all these things that have been given to us by the aliens to improve our lives to be used to kill so people. I reference that to Roswell. Absolutely. Okay. Could you tell it, go on a little bit about that? Well, I wanted to go back up and then okay. I'll, I'll bookmark that, but I wanted to say there's a difference between children that are conceived consciously 
and when you're wanted, you come in with a whole uh, different set of attitudes and programs. That's your problem, Marla. You weren't wanted. You, you weren't wanted. <laughs> I wasn't wanted. My, I was an accident, and my I had and to overcome it. I had to go through therapy. Baby. Right. There's an attitude that you take in your entire life, and you and so you don't have you have low self-esteem. Sasha was the wanted child. He was the first child. They, they all celebrated. He, he was worshipped. He was. You know, I was worshipped too. He was, was the modern incarnation of the Messiah for his family. You know, it's like here he comes. Here, he's here. Uh oh, she's breaking yeah. up. I'm again. breaking up. Yeah, well, if you keep, put your hand, your hand above the like that. There you go. Above, there you go. Uh, okay. Like, like me. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, so I was uh, born with the title in in Jewish of Mein Kaddish, the person who will recite the prayers of the dead and remember the father forever and I am Sasha the son of Irving who's a good man who believed in love and that's what I'm teaching the world peace and love okay on that note we're going to take a break Ooh. Renegade Nation and when we come back we'll be talking about the I got interrupted you again. keep interrupting yourself Rich I, I know, I'm interrupting myself I, well I'm getting used to it anyway we'll be back we're going to have a group hug Renegade Nation hanging there all right kumbaya the portal to the cosmos Extraterrestrial contact. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Well, we're back. Renegade Nation, thank you for downloading us. You're listening to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui. My name is Richie, along with Marla. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. And of course, Janet. portal to the cosmos. I just, I, I just did it. I know. I know. I know. I made a mistake. Janet and Sasha are here, too. Aloha. Hi. The portal to the cosmos. See, they're even getting the hang of it now. Extraterrestrial Contact. Isn't that great? Thank you. Portal to the cosmos. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. I love that music. To the cosmos. Yeah, thank you. You're so good, Rich. Um, you know, I, I, mean, I, I, pra- I practice at 3 o'clock in the morning when I have nothing else. I know. After you uh, do your thing to me and I'm exhausted. I know. I'm always doing that thing. You're always doing that thing. Anyway, Renegade Nation, thank you very much for uh, the downloads. Uh, we're close to 10,000 downloads for the month of uh, May. We of love course, you, the, Renegade the ex- Nation. Yeah, the extraterrestrial people. A lot oh, of people oh and we love Sasha and Janet. Oh, we best love people you. on earth. Thank you. We love you too. Yes, we um, spread the love. You don't here. love me. She yes, does I too, do. Rich. I, I don't feel. Love. I immediately <laughs> sniffed Janet's hair. I sniffed her panties. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She doesn't wear pants. She, oh, she doesn't wear. I, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's much easier to squat and pee if you don't wear panties. I was looking at a panty site last night, Renegade Nation, and yeah. I saw these panties, and I'm going, "Wow, look at this! This is really cool." Anyway, we're talking about extraterrestrials scratch and not panties. Scratch and sniff. Scratch, scratch and sniff. I did a lot of. I was scratching the screen on the computer. You were. I was. I, I was. Know. I actually you, sniffed the screen. He was pathetic. Yeah, I was pathetic. Anyway, yeah. so welcome to the show. Um, the girls, <clears throat> Honey Girl and, uh, L- L- what's her name, Lorraine? Yeah, Lorraine. We'll not yes. be here tomorrow. No. I'm sorry, Renegade Nation. We will get a call, hopefully, from our little Hawaiian Rose. My little whore friend, yes. Yes. Okay. So, you know, because the military is waiting for her. Yeah, the military is waiting for her. <laughs> She's waiting for the military. Yeah, yeah she is. Uh, all those people in Africa, North Africa, yeah. I guess. Yeah, they love her. Okay. They love her. Anyway. They uh, love her a long time. I love long time. Okay, so we're going to talk, be talking about Roswell, where we love yeah. uh, that. And Janet's going to take over the show and explain to us uh, what's been going on at Roswell and where things started and what happened to her. 
Yeah, okay. So uh, there's a wonderful book called The Day After Roswell by Phil Corso Sr. And he is now, he died around 1997. So his son, uh, Phil Corso Jr., uh, I friended him at the um, conference on the Big Island. So uh, the book basically covers after the crash, Phil Corso Sr. was given all of the um, crash materials. He was given one, uh, what do you call it? file drawer, drawer full of the crash material and they, and they wheeled it into his office and they said do something with this. So he started to farm it out to different uh, places. So for example we had the eye material from the from the creatures. And, the, uh, do you yeah. mean the DNA or well, do you well, mean well, helmets? Well he had the lens. Uh, it, it seems oh. like the creatures may have had some kind of, you know how we have glasses. Contact they didn't know lens. what it was. They didn't know what it was. Okay. Um, Bosch and Lom. But what they <laughs> what they reverse engineered from that was the night vision, night, night oh. vision goggles, and so he took all this different technology, and uh, he uh, microwaves came from it. I was just wondering about that last Transistors. night. Transistors, and and the most important creation te- and stealth technology or stealth bomber and transistors bu- and transistors. So we'll come back to that. What they they knew that there was some way to take these computers back in the 40s, 50s which were the size of a room. I mean, they were huge. And they knew there's a way to miniaturize it. And so in the, the crash, they found the transistors. They, you mean the scientists the, the, at Roswell? The U.S. Um, okay. uh, military. The military. And they gave it to Phil Corso Sr., okay. who would give it to you know Raytheon, for example. And he'd say, mm-hmm. here, and, and he wouldn't tell them how he got this. He'd just say, here, work with yes. this. And so he would work with all these large, multi-million, billion-dollar corporations to develop these uh, different things. What they uncovered about the transistor, transistor, which is now in everything, your cell phone, is that it's alive. It's it's extraterrestrial. It is an extraterrestrial being. And they didn't know for sure what would happen, but they wanted the technology. They wanted to miniaturize computers, so they went for it. And so now we are controlled by I, I have a these. question. <clears throat> the transistor was found in the, in the, in the crash. And in the 50s is when the transistor basically came to being. Is that about right? That's about right. That's about right. So you ended up with a transistor radio that for you people that weren't born then or yet, you had this little radio in your hand and it, it was fed from a radio station over the air and this little transistor picked up that signal and you could be 20 miles away from the radio station and be listening to the music on the radio yeah. station, which is really, and yeah, then, it was back then cool. And in your, your car. And in your car too, it yeah. had transistors. And now it's in everything. So that's um, that's a summary of that. Did you have something you wanted to add on, the Roswell, what you... Well, the most interesting thing in, in some respects is the alien bodies that were recovered. And uh, the looking at that they were androids, and they were just like the androids from ancient times that the Anunnaki had been uh, creating that looked... Uh, um, some of them looked very much like uh, everyday humans and couldn't even be told apart. But the uh, greys seemed to be the descendants of these androids. And uh, it's even said in a lot of, by some of the UFO theorists that uh, the Roswell crash was a sacrifice of some of their androids because they were trying to give us um, the tools that would make our lives decent enough so that we could stop warring and join stellar society. Well, that proves a fact there, uh, uh, Sasha, that uh, back in the 40s, we didn't have any of this technology, and they, we, were, we were like, you know, in cave 
caveman status back then, even though they had engines that moved tanks and ships. But in the 50s, all of a sudden, technology took a turn because in 1950, the TV was introduced to us. All of a sudden, in the 40s, there was no television, and all of a sudden, after the Roswell crash, all of a sudden, TV started. Yeah, in the, the basically, this is the beginning of the creation of a global consciousness, which is today uh, manifest mainly in the Internet, so that everybody uh, on the planet can start conversing, and the communication between people, and especially between their artificial intelligences, their computers, will inevitably lead to the recognition that we don't need to war against each other, and that we need to have a unified society, uh, free of the religious and governmental constraints that have kept us slaves. Okay, Sasha, so you, you would say that the Internet is alien technology. Absolutely, well, yes. Right, this, this little transistor, this microchip, allowed us to create computers. That's what they were looking for. They knew when the computers were inside the room that there was some kind of technology. And so we're wondering, how did they know that there was technology? So there was already... That some, was my question. There was already somebody letting these, uh, like von Neumann, uh, these other scientists... Uh, know that there was some, so there were, there's evidence that we're getting through the literature if you if you dissect it that there's always been someone in the know it's pretty and that easy, goes back uh, to the ancient okay, aliens it's pretty easy to understand in the 30s and the 40s even in the, in the 20s we had no technology whatsoever I mean we were if you go back in time and, and on the History Channel and look at what these people had to go through and then all of a sudden in the, in the 50s everything just uh, just sprung up. Everything was moving along. The Sumerians describe in detail the computers they used in the computer programs, known as MEs, that they could use to organize cities, that they could figure out when the uh, different planets were going to be in alignment, and how to do all kinds of mathematical things. They had computers and computer programs, and that's exactly what saved Noah, is that uh, Enki, the... Uh, um, Anunnaki, the off-worlder that really loved humans, gave him a computer program, put it in his computer bank in his wall, uh, which was against the rules of the commander, and said, I'm not talking to you, Noah, I'm talking to the wall with this computer program, which was given him by a Galzoo, by somebody from a higher consciousness scale. Okay, so when you really think about it, <clears throat> we are not that smart, because in the 30s and the 40s, we didn't have the technology, and all of a sudden, after Roswell, all of this technology starts coming out. So we were not smart. I mean, you can see it on we TV the way we We were but we were smart. I, I, I don't think we were smart at all. <clears throat> we, we, could, we could not come up with this because nobody had it for all those Rich. years. Why did those people, wait a minute, I'm not finished yet. All okay. those people live like that for all those years, and then all of a sudden, in 1947, am I correct in the right. crash? The crash comes, and in, in, in three or four years later, we have television, we have transistor radios, we start microwave ovens, we start getting involved in all things. And, and when you think about it, and by 1959, 1960, over a 20-year period, we came from, like, the wagon uh, the, the, the wagons um, horse, and buggies. horse and buggy all mm -hmm. the way and look at cars all the way up to 1959-60 when now we have electronic windows and air conditioning in cars well in the 40s they actually uh, did try to have a unified world and they thought they would rule through Hitler uh, and they were they made a mistake but the Nazis had a lot of this technology already they so the Nazis basically the Germans had or the Nazis had the technology from the extraterrestrials from the ETs. they wanted the ETs. to have a unified world government but it that's still it what they're going so for. they picked the wrong guy basically with Hitler that's right that's they picked they a did. loser they picked a loser why didn't they just kill him immediately 
I guess they no. Just they picked watch. him because they thought he would be the leader to right. take the for all of us to get together. Wait but he, his ego got in the way. Wait a minute. Exactly. The Nazis didn't lose. They just restructured the whole system. Oh, okay. We still, well, now we're really we still have the Nazis because they just sent them over to America. They sent ten thousand scientists and all their families over, That's correct, and they, they did. put them in they the key, uh, key, in key, key key positions. In yes. our, yeah. In so our you're, are you saying it came from Roswell or the Germans or the or it's a combination of and both see, of these factors? Anunnaki, the ancient the Anunnaki. Yeah, okay. the, the Greys are actively working with our military, uh, and uh, they are part of the same team. Janet was abducted by a combination of military uh, and ETs. She'll tell you about it. Okay, I want to. I'm going to go into that next. We're going to take a break because this is going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Janet's going to talk about her abduction by the military and by what was the other thing that I. So I don't want to make a mistake. Well, here, there, but, there were, no, I'm going to take a break though. The military and um, when I was five, I was taken on board the mothership, okay. and I'll explain that. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, Janet's abduction and uh, go into detail. Part about, one. Uh, part one. It'll so be it part is, one. It is quite long. So we'll be right back, Renegade Nation. Hang on, because this is going to be really interesting. We'll be right back. The portal to the cosmos. Portal to the cosmos. Extraterrestrial contact. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to Renegade Talk.fm in Maui. My name is Rich along with Marla. Of course, Sasha and Janet. Extra. Uh-huh. Hello? You're listening to Extraterrestrial Content. I was just going to say that. The portal to the cosmos. See how good I am. Rich, you're getting in the, in the way of yourself. Oh, shut up. <laughs> just shut up. I don't want to hear it. The portal to the cosmos. Just what we need, twin riches. Extraterrestrial Content. Yeah, I got Sasha here. He's my twin. <laughs> We're speaking for all men. Men, you're listening to us. Mankind. You're listening to Extraterrestrial We love content. interruptions. It means that our women have something men. important to say, maybe. Men, do you love to be interrupted? We're going to start an interruption show. We're going to start the interruption show. Starring Marla. <laughs> no, starring both you, Marla and Janet and every other fucking woman out there. We love to okay. interrupt each other. Yeah, I know. I'm you a fast thinker. Now, see, what I'm going to, I know you are. I'm very what, fast. What I'm going to do is interrupt you now. No, you're since, not. Since, no. She's, I, she's, she's got important. Okay, I know, I see? She's got important things to tell. Gentlemen of Renegade Nation, I can't even speak. <laughs> as you can tell. I know you go through this every evening and you just shut down, right? All right, uh, Sasha? <laughs> it's shutdown mode. <laughs> we were meant to be listeners. Yeah. Someone has to listen to our that's wacky okay, girls. Well, Jan, we're going to listen to Janet tell us about her abduction. And um, yeah, what? Is this is. Did I say something wrong again? I, no, I said something wrong. She you did, always do. <laughs> I know. She did part one. This is part two. Okay, so this is part two of the abduction yes. that Janet went through, and she's going to explain to Renegade Nation, and you can pass this show around to everybody. Uh, you might have some friends that have been through this. So, Janet, um, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah. Well, you know, I, some people perceive their abductions as bad or negative, but I've had good experiences all my life. So the one that really stands out in my mind is when I was five years old. I was outside singing songs. I had just uh, un- uh, discovered the concept of God. So I was singing these songs to God. It was just a magical spring day. There were buttercups. I was picking them for my mother. And I went to go into the house to t- deliver these buttercups to her. And there buttercups? 
Uh, they call little them flowers. Little yellow flowers. They They're call pretty. them buttercups. Oh, okay. right. They grow in Pennsylvania in the spring. Oh, I've seen them. And so I was uh, walking to the, around the side of the house to go home, and there was a little um, a fence there. And I, I stepped over the fence, and my foot was literally in the air, and all of a sudden, I'm on a ship. Wow. And uh, I'm fully conscious. I don't remember getting there. I'm just on a ship. And they're showing me around, and they're welcoming like, um, like I've returned home, like I belong and I'm a part of them. So were you frightened? No, not at all. I, was, uh, I felt honored. I was an honored guest, and they were um, respecting me. And they, anyway, what they did was they took me to a theater, and they sat me down front and center. There's nobody else in the theater. It was like a theater, the best way to describe it. And there was a very large screen. So this is 1958. And I, had, I was four years old, and I'd never been to a movie theater. So I had no concept of it. And can you describe what they look like? Basically, this is, uh, I don't really remember okay. that part. I just remember being on the ship, mm-hmm. and it was telepathic communication. And they, they put me, this is very important what they showed me. Okay. okay? And then uh, the, the screen went dark, and all of a sudden I saw a picture of the earth, and it's a side view of the earth, and there are three beams that come down to the middle, and the, the earth blows up into stardust. It's, there's nothing left of it. The uh, screen goes dark, and another, another scene of the earth, and there's less destruction and more life, but there's no, hardly any life. And, the, and the, the screen faded again, and another scene of the earth, and there's more life. Each scene they showed me, um, it was about... 10 to 20 scenes of less destruction and more life until they showed me these utopian worldviews, like multiverses. Why do you think they were showing you this? Well, they were showing me the multiverses and the possibility, possible future realities that we could access as human beings. When the last scene was, was, was a beautiful utopian world, and then the whole theater went dark, and I heard a telepathic voice say, which reality do you choose? And I said, I want that one. You know, I saw one of the beautiful utopian ones that I thought was just everything that I would want to experience. So, so were you supposed to be a messenger from it them? Seems. Is, 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 that what you're, is that where this is coming from? Yes. So as soon as I um, made that choice, I'm back in my, uh, on the earth, and I'm putting my foot down now. And when I left, the sun was high, noon, and when I'm putting my foot down, it's the sun is setting, and, and the sky is full of other colors. And they say to me that you've come to do something really monumental for the earth. And I was just so full of joy. And then I, I said, I can't tell my parents. I just knew there was a wisdom to not go and say anything. Marla, you want to talk? No, not, no, not at all. I'm just listening. Yeah. It's fascinating. So that was my earliest one, and I've had contact all my life. Why do you think they picked you? Uh, I think that it's probably a DNA connection. What they do for contactees, abductees, is they usually have a genetic um, strain that they're following. I'm probably marked, just like we mark animals. I might have an implant, or they, they really have the technology from space to identify species down to the particular DNA of their people. And they have a tendency also to take people uh, multiple generations of, of a family, and they take a person through their incarnations. So I, I, I suspect, following my own story, that I have been a contactee in all my incarnations. How many people do you think have been uh, or contactees in the world, would you say, legitimately, that I've been contacted? Well, if you think about how we take care of animals like 
cows and pigs and sheep. We have billions of animals, and we know how to handle them. We can mark them. We can farm them. And they do that. And they, they probably, uh, it, realistically, they could have contact with each and every one of us. But there are some that they maybe take more frequently that are their messengers. And we have the stories in the Bibles of the messengers, you know, Enoch and other people. So um, I think they're trying to uh, wake us up. And so I work with a lot of experiencers. And um, what did you want to say, honey? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead. No, I was just, I was looking at a uh, UFO video that was taken uh, in New Mexico. It's on the Renegade Talk FM site. If you go to renegadetalk.fm, you can see it. And it's all of these lights buzzing around the sky. I can't remember the name of the town, but it's right on the uh, front it was, page. It was Love in Luck. New- what is it? Lovelock. Lovelock? New Mexico? No, no, it wasn't Lovelock. It was something else. I can't remember. It was in New Mexico. Anyway, go to the front page, Renegade Nation. Go to the front page Mm -hmm. of renegadetalk.fm, and down in the middle, you'll see the video where this guy is shooting in the sky, and there's this huge bunch of lights zipping around the sky, and he's not saying anything. So some people on the blog said that it was was BS, but I I don't believe so. I mean, he's seen them quite a bit, so he just decided one night to go out there and, you know, videotape them. And, of course, there's no noise. There's no noise, and it's just lights bouncing around and there's a lot of lights and they're actually going into each other like they're going to crash and they're playing and you can see the whole playfulness of what they're what's going on up there but you don't hear anything on the ostrich media about this you don't hear anything about anything from anywhere but you can just see people are seeing these things all over the world these ufos or whatever you want to call them identified flying objects or um ufos so it continues on with people being abducted and when they do go on television and talk about this stuff uh the the um society calls them crazy and why are they why are they being called crazy sasha why is this that somebody gets abducted like janet janet is a true honest person she's not out there to get anything she's just telling people and people think she's friggin nuts The people that control things on this planet are afraid that if the uh truth of the ufos and the aliens and our alien history as a uh, hybrid race ever comes out it'll destroy religion and the stability that religion brings that lets the people that control things continue to control things and the military and the intelligence services and the governments and the religious functionaries wish to maintain that control and keep us pitted against each other and so you're we so don't right realize they're controlling us. and you're so right because we are pitted against each other we there we hate each other we're fighting constantly and it's because of religion and the so-called god wherever that god is mohammed to the muslims to the to the uh, mormons you got all these different gods that everybody's bowing down to and uh, all we're doing is fighting and basically like you said last week we're one species the et's had the technology if they really wanted to they could have wiped us out along time ago they don't want to they're trying to help they're trying to help us they're trying to help us get over our war they're trying to help us overthrow the control that's been thrown over us and to help us break the matrix by taking people like janet and linda moulton howe and others again that's what i'm going back to they take people like janet and they take people like you know whoever the average citizen out there is taken and when they come back to describe what is going on everybody thinks they're absolutely crazy no most people in the world don't think they're crazy at all it's just that the government tries to discredit them and they've in the past they've assassinated people particularly the astronomer that identified the return of the uh, Nibiru, the 10th the, uh, planet, 
They are intimidate people in academia. If you mention that uh, we were partly uh, formed by creationism, by genetic inter uh, intervention, uh, then uh, all the evolutionists uh, who mm -hmm. have their positions in uh, academia uh, get uptight because uh, they're following a very limited uh, aspect of us. There is no missing link. The missing link is that we were uh, 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 intervened with genetically. We are so unlike the primates on this planet uh, and we have, are um, uh, prone to so many diseases compared to species that evolved here. It's so obvious to a modern geneticist that we are a uh, creation as well as an evolution so basically the, so basically the extraterrestrials want us to bring peace to ourselves Absolutely. on our own yes and try to, to uh, for us to blend together as one species and not kill each other and enjoy life it, and, and yes 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 marla i would think a little bit of it might be out of regret could that's it right. be that's right they they uh the uh, faction that took control and just regarded us as disposable slaves uh, came more and more to depend upon us, but we were still secondary partners, and uh, they had such they are run by ego and greed and hierarchy. Uh, Just like and uh, the other faction loves humanity. They're ca uh, they're called the Adenoi. They are the descendants of Enki, who went underground and gave us uh, the use of LSD and uh, other psychotropics to get us out of this matrix of slavery. So we don't think that we have to obey. Gods who are nothing more than technological. Well, Sasha, we got a lot of we people. got we got a lot of email on disposable slaves. People do not understand I do. that you're. Yeah, I know you do, but <laughs> disposable. You're disposable. They can just get rid of you at any time they want, and you are a slave to the system. As you're born into the system, you have to bow down and continue on. And, and the other day, I was the other night I was watching Queen Elizabeth's 60th Jubilee anniversary. I was throwing up that these people were just going crazy over this old lady. It's pure. Racism. It is pure racism. She's just a person. Yeah, she's a person with blood that runs through and goes to the bathroom like everybody else. And I'm sitting there. Why is the British people? Why are they so entranced with this brainwashing? Because it's the pomp and circumstance. I don't get no, that. No, no, no. She, she's a, a demigod. She's part Anunnaki. She's of the bloodline. Right. And so there are the two factions. There's Enki, who is the one that loved humanity, and there's Enlil. That's the two factions that you're talking about. And Enlil no. and his descendants are basically uh, the New World Order. And the Anunnaki, those who are coming back, need us. As the uh, planetary orbits get tighter and tighter, they need more gold to protect their atmosphere as their primary uh, nemesis is cooling. And so they're going to be back for gold, and we have something we can offer them. We, we want is their technology and their nanotechnology so that we can live for a very, very long time, and then we can have free energy. They have it. We have what they want. They have what we want. It's time to trade as an adult species. Yes, Janet. Very so, good. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> so it's basically the, the age-old war. And Lil and Enki are the two brothers that they talk about as God and Satan. Or That's the original plur plur duality. 
and the two brothers were fighting, their factions are fighting, and now the Illuminati is the and the old people and the Andalites, and they're the ones that keep, want to keep us repressed and enslaved. And they do. And they and part of yes. the enslavement is they've shortened our life expectancies, they've interfered with our DNA. We are brought disease upon us. They put yeah. disease. They didn't we, want us to be long lived so that we'd wise up that there's millions and billions of us well, and you know, there's only they, a few take, thousand of them. Sasha, I'll take you on to that. We do wise up and as you get older you wise up and I would say some, some people do. some wise up That's and true. those people they don't want around because you know they don't want these secrets like this radio show for instance. Some know as soon as they're conscious that they're a person here on earth. They already know. Other people you you can go past them and you know that you can just feel their energy that they they are at their peak they will never believe what we are talking about they have not reached that level i will change them and you to you there's a consciousness <laughs> quotient absolutely right. right right and it's through your reincarnations until you can finally get to the higher power of your brain right people yes. like you and myself and rich so we're naturally long-lived they shortened our life expectancy so if we live to be the thousands of years which is our natural life expectancy wouldn't that be awesome we would be wise and we would we would realize that this is a game this is the matrix and we're in a program and we would get passive so anybody that meditates and reflects and does things like um, and theogens, you know, and um, different spiritual practices and they, they reflection, thinking about what's going on. They wake up, become conscious and aware, and they become enlightened. Yours. And that's what they're afraid of us, becoming conscious. And, we're yes. de- and we are developing the kind of consciousness that can reflect on itself in our artificial intelligence, which can go into the manufacturing of gene improvements to allow the longevity and to allow us to be free of these diseases which went in their hasty engineering of us, they didn't give a damn about because we were only going to last 100 years or so anyway at best. Yeah, screw, screw you. And we're you. still here. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Well, while you're thinking about that, oh, you no, have the... Janet. Open... Okay, never mind. I got to interrupt Janet, you. Janet, yes, you know, we were talking the other day on the phone, and yeah. you were talking about a child that they were having problems with at an orphanage because he kept flying around. Oh, yes. That was at one of the prophets' conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, a man came up at, to the podium after the speaker and said uh, that he had been in the orphanage when he was a child and he was flying around. And the, the nuns were just freaking out and they grabbed him and put him on the ground and they said, stop that, and they would beat him up and then he would still fly around. So he kept flying until he was about two, going on three years old, and finally he stopped. He forgot how to do it because the abuse was so severe. But he said, I never forgot that. I know I was flying. If anybody else here has had a similar experience, please meet me in the back of the room. So I looked back there and I actually walked back there. There were a dozen people at least. And they wow. said, and so I think part of what they, the Anunnaki did the bad faction is they took away our natural abilities. So you have right. these mysteries like how were the pyramids built? We maybe have telekinesis and, and, and we have these uh, psychic abilities. Well, Janet, when, well, you really, when you really think about this, we, all we want to do is fly. And yeah. we want to swim underwater, swim under- and and, we're, and people are trying to fly with different yes. types of outfits on. But we all we want to do is fly, yeah. and we can't do it. We want to fly. We want to swim underwater and breathe. To to me, it seems natural. Mm-hmm. But and it frustrates but me that I can't back do us. it. Anyway, so uh, I understand you're going to have a UFO conference coming up on, in uh, October. Yes, Can you say more about that? Talk more to Renegade Nation. Yes, it's called Stargate to the Cosmos, and it's October 29th to November 4th. 
and it's at the Radisson Fort McDowell in Scottsdale, Arizona. And we're going to have uh, about 20 to 30 speakers. And it's a five-day event, it's 20 to 30 speakers. It's a five-day event. We're going to have a pre-conference with workshops and a post-conference, but there are going to be five primary days with speakers and and. And um, it's on Halloween, one of the days. Oh, really? And so we're going to have a costume party. And Neil Freer, who puts it all together, he's the most brilliant philosopher of our day, is going to be there. Don't okay, miss so this, this is going to be really cool. So uh, how many people, I mean, how, how big, how many people can attend this? Uh, well, how big is it? we're anticipating between 1,000 to 2,000 people. So let's say 1,500 people. So you need to get your tickets now. And how do they get the tickets? Go to StargateToTheCosmos.com. StargateToTheCosmos.com. Marla, I can do it. StargateToTheCosmos.com. Don't do that again. Okay. Thank again, you. Again, more irritation. StargateToTheCosmos.com, and yes. you can purchase the tickets there. Yes. Is that correct? That is correct. We love the girls. They both stimulate us and challenge us to do our best. I'll be stimulated tonight, believe me, well. after what I, all the crap I went through today. Well, we will all be at Okay, the so getting back to the hey. conference. I, I don't want to... The conference is five days. Five days. We're all going to be there. Yes. Come and meet us. I'm not going to be there. You're not going? No, I got well, other plans. I'm, I'm going with them. No, you can go with them. Go all ahead. right. Well, <laughs> have fun. Sasha and I are going to be there for yeah. sure. And so we um, no, look there. forward to meeting you. Yeah, well, we're all going to be there. We'll be on the air. Yes. And you'll be able to go on the air with us if you like to. Yeah, we'll actually speak to you. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> we love you, Princess Marla. Yes, yeah. you're Oh, out. God, what an ego you have. Yeah, I know. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've played up great, <laughs> and I? Yeah, Sasha will be there too. Yeah, I played up so well. I know you played up so well. <laughs> I'm just a ditz. You are a ditz. Mm, a ditzy boy. Anyway, Renegade Nation. It was I gotta really... go. I gotta, I gotta oh, go check Christ, out with the fish. Again. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, Janet, again a pleasure. Stargate to the cosmos.com. Go check it out, Sasha. I love Aloha. Excellent show. Yeah, yes, love you guys. Yes, Aloha. And Renegade Nation. To the cosmos. Thank you. Aloha. Aloha. We're out of here. Renegade Nation. Have a great week. The portal to the cosmos. Extraterrestrial contact. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. The portal to the cosmos.